Hey guys, and welcome to BH Live, uh, a podcast complete designed to interview some of the most amazing entrepreneurs, creatives, influencers, and just artists around Dubai. Uh, my name is Brendan Hansford, and I'm a choreographer and director, and now a presenter. And we're here at the Souk Medinat, where you can join us every single week at six o'clock. Come down and watch us live in the place. So this week I have Eddie Stockton with me. Hey, so I'm hey. going to go straight over to him. And Eddie, tell us about who you are, what you do, where you're from, why you're in Dubai. Hey, my name is Eddie Stockton from Brooklyn, New York, BK. And I have been in Dubai now for two years. I moved to Dubai pretty much like Brendan. I also am a dancer, instructor, choreographer. And uh, I moved here to start a business, to start a dance program. I did that. And went very well. <laughs> Did very well at that. And COVID came and knocked us all upside the head. Yes. And off our rockers. So, uh, and I'm still here because I decided not to leave Dubai. I decided I came here for a reason. To ride out. I'm going to ride it mm. out. And I'm going to make this work. I have some committed uh, clients. And I have made a, a nice connection with some students and parents. And I'm not going to let them go. Also, I have some clients that won't refuse to let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need to elaborate on that. What do you mean by wait for refuse? <laughs> they refuse to let me right. leave. No, uh, basically, I, I, I gathered a, a pretty good uh, adult dance community yeah. with my adult dance classes. Uh, uh, like I said, I was brought in to build a, a dance program, mostly mm -hmm. for juniors, uh, ideally for juniors, to de develop young dancers, professionals, yeah. uh, and not just in dance. Yeah. But um, And that was going well, but my... To start to get things rolling, I started adult classes. You know, adults are everywhere and yep. they don't have a bedtime. <laughs> so I do the adult classes and the adult classes were going great. Yeah. I built a nice community. And although COVID came, some of them stuck with me. Although my job fired me, <laughs> yep. uh, they stuck with me. They said, wherever you go, we're going to go. Yep. And some of them says, you're not allowed to leave. Yeah. Uh, which was not a hard decision to make considering going back to the States was in a much worse position than Dubai. Right, exactly. That's why <laughs> Brendan Hansen like is all, That's why Brendan is here as well. Yeah, there's no good place to go right <laughs> that's now. That's no place to go. in Dubai. <laughs> so um, I'm still here. I'm making it happen. I'm making it work. Mm -hmm. I got a teammate here now. He's actually, you know, he's bigger teammate. He's, so he's, we should probably he's my motivation. Now, the point where, uh, me and Eddie known each other for absolutely years. We met on a dance camp. We were both teaching on yes. Italy and we've become really good friends ever since. And my story is that I was at home, miserable, <laughs> stuck in England, called Eddie and was like, what's it like in Dubai? He's like, mate, get in now. I booked a flight. And how many days? Yeah. Was oh, I listen, like three. he told me. Hey, uh, should I come? And uh, and I told him what was kind of going on, and what's it, what I said, yeah, you should definitely come check it out. And then we were like, okay, let's <laughs> let's let's look at what's happening. And let's get back to it in a couple of days. And in a day and a half, he basically called me and said, I booked the flight. <laughs> there was no there was no like go, no, go back to it. Like, I'm coming one way or the other. So uh, and and it was a good decision. I was like, dude, come on. And, <laughs> And then and, and he's here and he came and, and he's like, I'm saying, and, yeah. <laughs> and, I'm here. Yeah, and this all just happened in a matter of, uh, when did you come in November? Oh, okay. early it's December. Like two and a half months ago now, isn't it? Yeah, this yeah. Is, I had to go home for a bit and I came back. So that was 10 days in between. So yeah, it's like, oh God. I think the end of January. It was January. Yeah. No, no, no. It was January. It was definitely after New Year's. After New Year's. Because I was in England for New Year's. That's definite. I could have sworn it was December. No, it was like, I swear <laughs> I, I must have left. The man on, is like, working fast. He's moving fast. 10th of January, I think I came Yeah, out. okay. That sounds about right. Sounds about right there. Yeah, that sounds, sounds about right. Ago, yeah. Actually, it was. Okay. okay. And literally crashed on your sofa the first night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> him and him and, and I, him and the dog. And yes, <laughs> I did. I did. I had the dog literally sleeping with me all night. So the first night, I got to sleep with someone. Brilliant. <laughs> it was a dog for the record, just so we're clear. It's a dog. A dog. A dog. Cutest dog in the world. Yes. Anyway, yeah. so you've had a hell of a career. I'm not going to tell had... people about it, but let's start by giving me your top three highlights of your career. Uh, top three highlights of my career. Um, this is strange. Now, what you don't see, what you don't see is that I'm way older than I look. And uh, this career has been going on for like 30 years. You know, I tell people that about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of my highlights is uh, actually for me, and it's a highlight, you know, people may not look at it. For me, my second year of my professional training, mm. I got to do the the gala at the Metropolitan Opera House wow. in Lincoln Center in New York City Amazing. with ABT, American Ballet Theater, nice. Martha Graham Dance Company. The ensemble, wow. School of American Ballet, and and I was actually a student at the Graham School mm. at this time, and yeah. you know they picked some students to do the performance. Wow! 
for me, that was a big time highlight. And this is my second year yeah. of my professional training. I didn't even know what ballet and Have grand technique was a year. Have you ever performed on a stage like that before then? Not that, that size. The first, time. the first time I saw this Ooh. stage, it was crazy. It was like four <laughs> studios. Yeah. The Met stage. If you, you know, you look at it from a distance, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, it looks big. But then you get on it, you're like, what? Like I have to travel across run. this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, that was one. Uh, another, I would say, would be uh, I danced for the presidential inauguration for Bill, Bill Clinton. Whoa. And 19, I'm not going to say the year. Yeah. You can figure it out because he <laughs> was, was president. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. So I danced for the presidential ina- inauguration. And uh, once again, you know, it may not seem like a lot, but yeah. that was a big deal. You know, it was a whole lot of security. I'm on yeah. stage on the, on the national lawn. You're never going to forget it. In Washington, DC. <laughs> no, no, no. And um, I don't think I have a third. It hasn't come yet. That hasn't come yet. Well, I know that there's a company that you were with, right? Yeah. Which company was that? Which one? Yeah, like, what's, what's, which one? It's a really big one. Really big one. <laughs> that everyone about? will know in the dance community. Uh, about, oh, you mean the early school? There you go. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, you know, I guess I can say, I can say that's a highlight of my career. Yeah. I guess so. I did 15 years. I taught for 15 years at the Ailey School. This yeah. is a major institution in States, in New York. Uh, a lot of super duper professional dancers come out of there. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, that's yes. all right. <laughs> I, I look now, when I look at the company right yeah. now, half of the company had been in my class at some point. Wow. I don't claim that I taught them everything they know, no, but, but you had a hand in it. I had a hand in it. Yeah. There was a they, a lot of these people, I have a lot of professionals mm. in the industry now, in movies, on a professional Broadway stage, in the Ailey company that passed through my classroom. And yeah. I think this is uh, one of the things that I am most proud of myself to say that yeah. I've had a hand in guiding these students onto their careers yeah. that have surpassed what I'm doing. It's just crazy. <laughs> and here's the thing, because you're an educator, right? Yes. And there's a difference between a dancer, teacher, choreographer, and educator. Yes. Do you want to explain what differences are? Yes. Yeah, see, the difference is uh, most dancers, they want to, I should say all dancers, I'm not going to say most. Most dancers want to be recognized. Yeah. They want to be recognized as a great dancer. They want to be sought after as yeah. a great dancer. All right. I wanted that at some point, but never. That that wasn't. It was never like. A, it wasn't a high up goal. For it me. wasn't a high goal for me. It was like I'll take it if it comes. I wouldn't mind having it, but it wasn't the goal. Uh, I think I've always been an educator from the time I started learning. I always started mm. teaching. Yeah. My neighborhood dance school that I really started before I started professional training. After I went to my first ballet mm. class, after my first year of school, I realized I didn't really know much. Okay. We were good. Yeah. But we were good because we had personality. We had energy. We yep. won contests. They told us to stop competing. We can come perform, but we. But then, once I started <laughs> nice. to learn foundation, once yeah. I got some technique under myself, I was like, "Oh, I don't really know anything." Yeah, uh, and and that drove me, right? Uh, because I was always told, not told, told by society, not really yeah. anyone telling me you can't do this, mm. but from the images that I saw, from the images that I saw. I basically was told, oh, you can't dance ballet. Why? Mm. Because I probably knew two black male ballet dancers in my lifetime at that time as a teenager. You know, Arthur Miller and I was lucky enough to have Eddie Shulman as a teacher. Eddie Shulman used to dance for one of these companies Mm. as well. Uh, And maybe a couple others, but not many. So I was always told you couldn't do these things. And I'm like, why? So I needed to know. Yeah. So, um... I always wanted to teach because I also wanted the kids that had the opportunity that I had, but not the opportunity that I had to go to the professional school. Right. I wanted them to get this knowledge as well. So mm-hmm. I shared. Uh, and that's what an educator does. They yeah. share. I, I learned as much as I possibly could. My first four years were classical ballet and Graham Technique Modern. But that was every day. I classical ballet and Graham Technique. Yeah, I know you hate it. You always tell me that every time I mention it. I but aside from that. Yeah. I went to the early school yeah. my first year and I took more ballet mm. and I took my first um, jazz classes Yeah, and and uh, I took my first Horton classes nice. and I continued to do that. The next year I went to the Graham school. Yeah. So I studied at Graham school that whole year. Martha was still alive. Yeah. Martha came into the studio like during our class. an idea of how long ago. <laughs> yes, exactly. Martha was there in the studio. I I, I know these dancers. I, I know a lot of the principal company members from way back when. Yeah. And this is the first time I actually met. The first time I actually met Mikhail okay. Barishnikov. 
yeah who was in the studio wow. and let me tell you let me, I'm, I'm gonna throw a little funny story in there i didn't know who the man was <laughs> i didn't know who the man was Brilliant. one of my classmates was there with me yeah. and he's freaking out because mick Mikhail, he's he in the studio. Yeah, he comes in a dress room like, ah, you know, sweating in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "That's <laughs> Misha, that's Misha." I was like, "Who the hell is Misha?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's Mikhail Baryshnikov, yeah. and uh, it surprised me because I think I had seen a couple of videos of yeah. him, and he looks tremendous on stage. Yeah, and the man is shorter than both of us, and he's just a normal person. He's a normal, yeah. like normal yeah. person. He was so cool. He could see that my friends were freaking out. And I was like, well, go ask for my autograph. And he did. Right. So I did. Yeah. And I kept it nice. for years in my wallet. Uh, and he was like, he seemed a little like, ah, but at the, also at the same time, like, okay, there's some young dancers. Let me yeah, 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 inspire yeah. him. He go gave me an autograph. Yeah. But I've seen him many times since then. Yeah. Many times since then. Um, the third year, more ballet. Because yeah. at this time, I think I decided I really, I fell in love with ballet initially. I started dancing because of yeah. tap, but I fell in love with ballet. Yeah. Third year, I took more ballet. I went and studied with two really very strong teachers at the 92nd Street Y. This was yeah. every day after school. Okay. Still sometimes taking class at Ailey. Still doing weekends. Mm. At this point, I was going to Bernice Johnson's in Queens. Nice. And it, not a lot of people, uh, I'm not going to say not a lot of people, a lot of people know this name, but they don't yeah. know how deep Bernice Johnson goes as well. Yeah. Right? And I have to put that in there because I learned yeah. a lot from Bernice Johnson's I, yeah. it's in my resume, it's in my, <laughs> it's in my CV. Uh, so that was a whole year of, mm. of ballet after school. Yeah. Uh, and that was also the first year I joined my professional dance company Nice. as a junior, a third year in school. Uh, my coordinator, my dance department coordinator, she asked if I was interested in joining the company she was running, yep. which is called New Jersey Center Dance Collective. Then now it's just called Center Dance Collective. Right. Um, and that was the first year professionally nice. dancing i'm still in high school another year goes by and yeah. that year i didn't do anything after school because i was working with the company yeah on weekends doing performances and stuff uh also dancing for another company called mm. mafada Lorna mafada okay also dancing for another company starting working with another company called sands of time training yeah. at jubilation at the time with yeah. kevin ayaga jeff which is now deeply rooted in chicago yeah these are these are these are some of my strongest influences. These yeah, these are my strongest, and these people are still working. They're still doing they're stuff. Still doing yeah, so there's this actually, was um, this I is how deep a, the training there's goes. There's a documentary coming out where the, a lot of these guys are featuring in it. Featuring yeah. in it. I can't say what it is yet, annoyingly, but there no, is no, one there has to. I'll, uh, I'll link everyone to it. Trust me, a friend of mine directed it. So one of the things we need to get out of as artists is waiting until people are dying and go, oh, we got to talk about. Yeah, this. we got to talk about this no, person. <laughs> some people are still alive and doing the work. We need to talk about them now yeah. so they can actually have a little input. Yeah, yeah. You know, try, right? Yeah, yeah, let's try. Right. So what would you say? Um, kind of going back to the same question. What's the difference between a dance teacher and an educator? Um, the dance teacher teaches dance classes. Yeah, they teach classes, you know, um, they may have a style that, that they prefer, that they, you know, and mm. I'm not sure always what their goal is, but usually it's like, oh, I want to make my kids look good doing this combination right. or understanding this particular style. A dance educator, I don't just teach dance. I use dance as a tool to teach life lessons. Right. Right. I quite like that. I, quote, leave, I so use dance steal. as a tool to teach <laughs> life lessons. Um, for instance, my dance camp that I'm doing this week. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to get camp kids because, you mm. know, camp kids to like take a full one hour dance class because not all of them want the mm. dance class. But yeah. you get them in the room. I say, I make a deal with them. We're going to dance for half the class and then we do something that you want to do for the other half of class. Yeah. I got them to do. They asked me to do parkour, my older kids. Let's do parkour. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Yeah, parkour. <laughs> I said, you guys really understand what parkour is. Like, yeah, we want to do it. I said, you sure? Yeah, that's all right. So cool. I said, we're going to use our creativity to mm. do this, right? We did a five minute dance warm up. Don't ever tell anybody I did a five minute dance warm up. I just told everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> we did a five minute dance warm up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I said, we're gonna use our imagination and creativity. I want you to use some shapes that we use in class to make this, we're gonna build a course. Yeah. We built a course uh, using just chairs, tables, stools, balls, cones, and all these things. Yeah. And, and then I asked them questions that they should know. Yeah. Like how many days are in a year? <laughs> You would be surprised how many of them didn't know the answer. I started Ooh. with how many weeks in a year they didn't know. Uh, 52. <laughs> so one kid, no, no, none of them knew it. And yeah. I told him. Uh, then I asked him, okay, here's another question. How many days in a year? One kid knew the answer. One out of yeah. like eight kids. One kid knew the answer. 365. Okay, good. 
how many days does it take the earth to revolve around the sun? A hundred? I was like, come on, kid. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not always about yeah. the answer. It's yeah. about active listening. Yeah. And why I tied us to dance, because um, often when we're trying to teach something and people uh, in a dance class, you want your students to move. You want you to move, but often they have to try to understand it their way. So they ask yeah. you to explain stuff. I'm like, I could explain it to you, but are you going to be able to move from the words that I'm giving yeah. you? So basically I was getting to the point of active listening. Yeah. Um, using dance as a, as a thing. Hey, I want you to move your right foot. Huh? What do you mean, huh? <laughs> you move your right foot. Uh, uh, what's the hesitation for? Uh, uh, there's only two of them. Try one. <laughs> if it's wrong, it's got to be the other one. Yeah. You know, so active listening. And yeah. I'm like, these are life tools. Like, you yeah. need to know your right from your left. Yeah. You need to understand math. You know, yeah. if I ask you how many hours are in two days, yeah. It's an easy answer. Yeah. 24 times two. Huh? No. And I get huh a lot of times. So yeah. dance is, um, there's a lot of math in dance. We mm -hmm. count from one to eight all the time. You got to move four counts. You got to move eight counts back. You got to move, stop for two yeah. counts or something, moving stage right, upstage, downstage, yeah. directional, you know, understanding awareness, yeah. uh, um, spatial awareness, which is very important in the current yeah, <laughs> in the current yep, yep, time, yep, yep. spatial awareness, understanding uh, time signatures, yeah. just understanding time and 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 stuff. You know, like life life lessons. I like that, and I'm going to sum it up very quickly. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> in a shorter version. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically the difference is dance teachers just teach the combination, teach choreography, teach that, and they're good at teaching movement. That's right. Whereas educators think about everything. You everything. Say. Yes. Not, not just the moves themselves. They're thinking about everything you educate. And I'm assuming this kind of goes to adults as well, not just kids. That's right. So in your adult classes, yeah. you're not, you're, you're, you're thinking about much more than just getting them to do the right movement. Always, yeah. always, always. Nice. And I find that the adults really appreciate it once mm. they figure out what's going on this yeah. is how i built this nice adult dance community yeah. is they they realize oh he's not just here to get his combination out yeah he wants us actually to improve some way somehow okay. yeah and that's that's also my point but always have walk out of the classroom with improving on some level some some aspect yeah. somehow as an educator i don't want nice. you to just come in like oh i did the combination no i want you to feel like you learned something and you understand yeah. That you learn something yeah not just i nice. see it i want you to know that you learned something good. i like that yeah um what are your goals for the next five to six five uh, to six years Let's well that. my so, initial goal like, was to continue to build this program uh nice. my goal right now is still to find a way to develop yeah. this program uh it was really going well and unfortunately it, it fell um so now i'm kind of revamping this goal mm. also um uh as a good friend said, maybe it's time to recreate yourself and your own image. And yeah. um, uh, I don't know about as more as recreate as more as revise. Right. Um, being a 40 plus year old, hey, hey, you, know, <laughs> uh, you tend to get stuck in your 40 plus year old ways. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I also need to evolve so that I can, um, I need to evolve and adapt so that I can communicate to the younger generations. You know, yeah. the things that, the ways that we learned, you know, decades yeah. ago, don't always work for these generations. Yep. But the information is still necessary. Yeah. So my immediate goal is to, one, yeah. revise my image. Nice. Upgrade my image. Upgrade. My next goal is to build my program. Now, my program nice. is still going. Yeah. I never stopped my program because as I said, I yeah. had clients that were loyal to me and, and they stuck, you yeah. know, and, and there's some parents are like, wherever you go, we're going to go. Yeah. And the kids are, they're, they're growing, they're building. Yeah. Uh, the adults are like, no, you can't leave. So my program is still happening. Uh, so I still continue, I still want to build it. Mm. Uh, but also I need to continue to build myself. I can't, uh, uh I need to do more choreography one. Yeah. Uh, I was really in a good place choreographically before moving to Dubai, but I dropped everything to come build this program. Yeah. And because we got stunted, I haven't had an opportunity to delve back into this choreography. Okay. Uh, and now it's time Got it. to, even if it's just me in the studio building yeah. and working stuff and recording it and, and setting it later. Uh, so I need to revisit that. I had one piece that I, I set 
Um, you might have saw this piece. <laughs> you might have saw a piece of it in sure. Italy. <laughs> Actually, a piece yeah. of it in Italy. Yeah. Uh, but I said I really said it before I left mm. to come here, uh, and it went off very well. But nice. it's I feel like after watching it in hindsight, I'm like that's the end of the piece. Now I need to build the three Go sections the, before yeah. it. Got it. So nice. that's a five minute piece. I think it has the potential to be a 20, 20 minute piece. Nice. So nice. I think There's that's a, a lot of places here to showcase it as well. Yes. There's so many amazing yes. theaters. I see. I like SEMA performing SEMA, arts has their own SEMA. theater. And I've heard about a lot of others. Uh, Sharjah performing arts has Sharjah, a massive and theater. I'm, I'm, and I'm looking out for Sharjah. What's up Sharjah? I got my eye on you. They to get people in and because uh -huh. they are really pushing things here. And, uh, and um, now that I've kind of gotten out from my little, uh, Umbrella tent, whatever it COVID. was. That we was call in. it COVID. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm actually COVID umbrella. What I didn't do, um, the one thing I regret, what I didn't do the first two years because I devoted almost all of my time to building my program yeah. is that I did not get out to meet this dance community. Yeah, um, I saw them here and there from place to place, but yeah. I didn't actually get to meet them. Now, yeah. over the past few months, I've been doing that and I need to do more of it yeah, because definitely. I'm liking what I see. There's some stuff happening here in Dubai. He figured it out. <laughs> He's found them. Um, but what I also realized too is that you guys got to keep training. Mm. You cannot be complacent. You can't yeah. be complacent. You cannot be complacent. Uh, keep training because there's so much more. And uh, dance itself has evolved. You can't just be a one-trick pony. No. You cannot be a one-trick pony. You need pony. to know as many styles. But versatility is key. Versatility is key. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag that. This is the answer true. actually yes. to one of those questions on your list. I know it's coming up. It's like, <laughs> what is it? Really so what about your five-year plan? Where, where, where do you see plan. yourself in five years? That's a good one. In um, terms of being here in Dubai, or do you think you'll be somewhere else? Or? Uh, I don't see it somewhere else. I don't see it somewhere okay. else. Um, uh, would I, as being an educator, I did have a, um, I had a little bit of a goal to teach at a college because I taught at a college for two years before coming here. Nice. Um, and I did several residencies at mm. colleges in the past decade or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, I think I want more of that yeah. because I like to watch students grow. Yeah. I like to watch them grow, um, but now I'm here, and I think yeah. that this is also possible here. Yeah, um, definitely. So, if I didn't have a plan to stay here, I yeah. would have left last year. Yeah, true. So my five-year plan is here. It's not completely written out, but I'm working on it right now. It's it's a one-year plan. That's it. Plans. It's a one-year yeah. plan, and it's Honestly. going to become a two-year plan. Uh, I, got, I got asked that same yeah. question not that long ago, and my answer was, I have no clue. <laughs> I have <laughs> no not clue. a clue. I know, I know, I want to focus on directing and presenting, and still do choreography. So basically, I want to. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever something may appear, I may be here because we do more else. than th we do multiple yeah. things. It's yeah. not. It's, you know, for me, uh, mm. teaching is it's what I am. It's, I, yeah. it's something I can't help. I love it, um, um, but That's great. I also know that I have a lot in me. Yep. Creativity, create, create, creatively. Yeah. Uh, this choreography is just pouring out of me, and it needs to be. Yep. It needs we, to we be need to do down. Something. Yeah. It needs to become something. We need to create something. Yeah, yeah. Like, we do. We do. I feel like we should collab on this. And there's so much. There's so much. There's so much going on in the world right now. We yeah. have a lot to draw from. Yeah. Um, you know, choreography isn't just about oh, I got a great combo, I'm going to yeah. build something. No, it should yeah. for me. I like choreography that says something. I like depth. Yeah. I like depth in choreography. I like a message. Even if you, as a spectator, don't fully understand the message. Yeah. If your choreography is pure, it should be captivating. Yes. I don't know what's going on there, but I'm going to figure I'm going to stare at this until I understand what's yeah. happening. You know, I'm going to come watch it again until I get it. Even if the message is your own interpretation. Yeah. And that's fine. As a choreographer, I want you to have an yes. interpretation. Exactly. I don't need you to see. You, there's no way you're gonna possibly see everything that's in my head and understand it. So let's inspire creativity. That's what we do, you know. Inspire creativity. Inspire people to like art and support art. That'd yeah, be nice. <laughs> in a perfect world. Yeah, in a perfect world. So, looking back for your life, this can be personal. This can be career based. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the most challenging thing that's ever happened to you, and how did you overcome it? Um, that's a good one. Uh, I would say probably the most challenging thing that ever happened was getting divorced. 
Okay. <laughs> That's not fine. getting yeah. divorced, but being divorced and being yeah. separated yeah. from my child. Yeah. How did I overcome it? Who says I'm over it? Yeah. I'm overcoming it by mm. having a relationship with my daughter. She's yeah. getting older and now we can talk more, you know. Yeah regularly and commonly good. Yeah. as opposed to when she was four and I had to baby up the conversations yes. just to keep them going and oh, she get only, she'll be 10 Ooh. in June so now yeah. she writes me <laughs> daddy da 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 and I, you know and, and the conversations just go and yeah. we have our zoom talks and amazing it's, it's like you know an hour long yeah. zoom and she'll dance and, and I suppose we'll you, when we play being in Dubai have you been able to go and see yeah this, her has, been, this has been a hard been part hard, right? this has been a hard part um yeah. I almost was gonna say COVID this thing is the second most yeah. hardest thing and it, it's still happening because yeah. uh, I haven't been able to travel home travel home in over a year now so that's tough this is killing me every day yeah um last time I was home was December of 2019 Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and I took my two weeks then yeah. came back went to work we were opening a new business so course, I, I yeah. didn't I didn't stay extended period I just stayed enough to Ugh. and I basically I just spent yeah. most of my time with her nice. and I, and I came back here and did the business thing and yeah. then and then suddenly it starts wow yeah you know so um this is this is one of the yeah. hardest things and I'm still overcoming yeah. it you know uh not I'm, having a full salary is still yeah. kicking my butt because a lot of like <laughs> obviously um i'm a big supporter of looking after your mental health and have been and mm -hmm. you can find many interviews contacts online about if you google my name and mental health you'll find all these amazing articles i've read right. and stuff like that and one thing that i know is lacking shall we say in the area uh -huh. is the understanding of mental health and how it can actually affect all yes. parts of your life yes you know if you hurt your body you go to a physio mm -hmm. but if your mind is hurting not everyone goes Can, and just where do you go get say physio for the mind yeah mm -hmm. um how have you dealt with that side while still maintaining developing your career because um, obviously i know from personal experience when i've had bad times the last thing i want to do is work and focus on my career um, one of the things hard. yeah yeah uh, it's funny. It's great that you asked this question because it's actually something I've been thinking about this just this week. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I have a really, really good, um, really good community of friends. Yeah. Really good community of friends, family as well. Nice. Uh, and I was just thinking, like I said, this week, just thinking about it. I was talking to one of my buddies the, uh, last week. I have a, a couple of buddies where we have every few weeks, we make sure right. we have a Zoom chat. We yeah. check in on each other. One nice. is in one is in London. Of course. The other one is in the States. And, wow. and I'm here. Trying to find the time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um and literally we had this conversation this week yeah. just talking about mental health. And uh, mm. my buddy Clement, Mensa, ah! <laughs> so, uh, Solomon <laughs> Bafana, who's in yeah and in, in London, and we were talking about each other's mental health. Like, mm. hey, make sure we're checking in. So yeah. and uh and not just and and the good thing that Clement said, he said, Hey, not just you know, this is really important that we don't just say, hey, we're doing okay, we're doing good. Like, really think yeah, about the question and answer. Yeah. What's going on? Do you need some help? Do you need financial help? Do you need some some other type of help? You say yeah. if you need help because we're here for you. We're here for each other. Um, so luckily, I have a great community of friends that nice. have been checking in. We check in with each other. Yeah. My mom is the rock. You know, yes. my mom still takes care of me. I'm sorry, I'm a 40 something year old man, and my mom takes care of me when she needs to. <laughs> but wrong with that. you know, that's mom. Yeah. Um, and I have made some friends here, like the ones that refuse to let me leave. We're all Perfect. there yeah. for each other. Uh, and yet. I look after my friends. <laughs> and, and I was thinking about that post. Yeah. I even had some of my family, they were writing me all the time mm. Hey, where are you? What's going on? Mm. Uh, some of my extended family from dance studios, Eddie, yeah. I see your post, man. I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad you're doing okay. Good. And I'm checking in with people. And I'm sorry, you know, this mental health thing, you don't don't take this lightly. This is very important. I mean, just this week, I had two friends pass. Yeah. One of them I haven't even been able to post about yet because I'm like, you're dealing with it. Yeah. I'm still dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can see. Um, and this has been going on constantly. Yeah. Uh, COVID and and for whatever else, and, but mm. we don't know because it's always after the fact. Like, yeah, was it COVID or was it something else? Yeah. Was it something else compounded with COVID? Yeah, of course it was. And uh, hopefully somebody was checking in with that person. Yeah. And before COVID, we all had our issues. You know, I'm always trying to be 
mindful of my own health yeah. because I'm 40 something yeah. and I don't do what my 20 something body did. You yeah, know, I get it. I do what I do well and I yeah. make it look good, but I feel it a whole lot longer <laughs> than I did in the 20s. Oh yeah. You know, 20s <laughs> yeah. is like a day, two days, I'm good. Yeah. In the 30s, it was like a few days. <laughs> in the 40s, it's like two weeks later, I'm like, dang, that thing is still hurt. It's when the doms are still like, seven <laughs> days later. You're like, come on. Come on already. <laughs> you know, so I'm 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 way more mm. um uh aware and cautious of my mental and physical health. Yeah. Uh and I ask myself questions. And like I said, I have a lot of friends yeah. in there and and uh, and I and I check in with them and they yeah. check in with me. And uh, this is important. If you don't have friends, make some friends. Yeah. Even if you don't talk to some strangers. Yeah. Find out what's going on. If you Great need connection. to ask a question, if you're worried about something, if you don't understand something about yourself, ask a question to somebody yeah. somewhere. You got to have someone to talk to. You can't keep this stuff bottled in. No. You got to talk. Um, uh, and uh, in hindsight, uh, I guess part of the reason why my marriage struggled, I'm not going to say why it failed, yeah, but why it struggled, yeah. was because I wasn't as open. was as present. I wasn't as present. Yeah. Um the things I say to my ex now, I'm pretty sure she was like, oh, well, she had said that when we were together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you that know? sounds right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but... um, Always the way, right? Hindsight's the one. Yeah, hindsight. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you got to be open. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it's funny, one of my recent friendships, um, I've been a little bit too open for the person to deal with, you know, right. because in hindsight, I know it's better to just say these things and yep. get them out and be, be honest be yeah. honest and forward because when you try to talk around subjects it just gets it sounds worse it's yeah <laughs> it gets misconstrued yeah and then later on it's like but you didn't tell me this yeah but i did yeah but yeah. you didn't say that you didn't say mm. that see i have this thing now especially because <laughs> i i know the people who are storytellers and i'm like stop tell me what you want to tell me first then tell me the story. then tell me the story yeah yeah <laughs> and then i know what you're talking about because right, right now i'm clueless and you're sounding really bad. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good thing to say. Tell me what you want to tell me, then and tell then me, tell then you can tell the story. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes very unnecessary to work. So to kind of sum up is, the thing that got you through it was your friends, my your friends, connections. My connections, that's right. So advice to people out there would be to check in. Check in, check be in with friends, be checked Ask in to on. be checked in, yeah. Exactly, like, if no one's checking on you, Yeah. Ask somebody. I know who my true friends are because since I've been here, mm -hmm. I can I can tell you on one hand who's checked in to see if I'm okay. Whoa. One hand out of the many people I would consider friends. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. five that I'm like, okay, you guys have weekly checked in on me. Right. How you doing? And we have a quick voice note conversation and then you know we'll jump on a Zoom call. Yeah, I'm lucky and... enough to have more yeah. than one hand though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have lots of amazing friends, obviously over here. And then I'm not counting family, because family are No, no, family yeah, yeah. they're always there, they're always there. So, what would you say, a little bit lighthearted now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you say has Let's been your biggest attribute that has helped you succeed in your career? Um, now, this is the question I told you and I was going to answer important. And why is it important? Versatility. Versatility. Versatility yeah. has been my biggest attribute. Okay. Um, why? Uh, one, like we were saying earlier, mm. one trick pony ain't going to get it. Nope. Everybody's crossing over. Yeah. You know, dancers are singing, singers are acting, actors are trying to play Especially instruments. Especially now. Yes. There's not a lot of work. Yes, there's so not a lot of work. People are doing too yes. many things. And it's like, well, you know what? You can do this, but Justin Bieber could do that. that, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, Justin. <laughs> damn you. <laughs> so, well, new song, to be fair. Um, it's versatility. Really good. <laughs> yeah, 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 I Features. I, I need I to crack after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you got to be versatile because you mm. need to be ready. If Brendan Hansen comes to say, hey, I got a gig, but I need you to do this contemporary combination. I also need you to do this commercial combo. And then Eddie Sox is going to come teach this jazz combo. And you say, I can only do B-Boy. I can't use you. Yeah. No matter you how good you are. Versatile. Yeah. Understand the foundations of each of those styles, even if you just know a foundation, because the foundation in those moves may get you mm. through. Yeah. It may be able to pass you through this choreography. If you understand yeah. the background, be versatile. Yeah. Um, understand the history of whatever art is you're working on. Yeah. Um, understand things that may be tied to it. Okay. You should dabble a little bit. If you're going to yeah. dance, understand a little bit. Take, take an acting class. Yeah. Maybe understand a little bit about music. Know how to count music. Yeah. You know, 
That's a good these start. things are good. <laughs> and I studied all these things. I was, musical yeah. theater. I love musical theater. Uh, I can, Some I of my favorite love, yeah. stuff has been on I'm stage. Just, yeah. oh, I love, I love it. musical theater. You know, Howard University. H U. You know, I yeah. did so much in two years at Howard. It was crazy. Yeah. And uh, Alabama State. I got to shout out Alabama State. Dr. Tommy Stewart. She, in again, in two years, I spent two years there and yeah. two years at Howard. In those two years at Alabama State, I learned a lot. I learned more about acting in those two years than I did anywhere else. Perfect. I'm going to give her that credit. Yeah. Cause, yeah. And um, and uh, and she was a, a very uh, a rich, passionate instructor. Yeah. You know? And uh, her, her ways are, well, actors. Actors are always, you know, they're not going to be committed. They're, gonna, <laughs> they're committed. There it is. Uh, Howard, Howard University, yeah. Mike Malone, working mm. with Mike Malone, working with Al Freeman. Yeah. These people, these are masters, you know, and uh, I learned more in these these four years of my life yeah. than about that than anything. And I, I love musical theater. So be diverse. Understand more than one style. If you a good B-boy, go take a damn ballet class. Yeah. Excuse that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. If you're if you're you a ballet dancer, go take some hip hop. Yeah, you know. And if you think you're good at everything, take Brenda's commercial class and get challenged. Like yeah, because it's literally every like this is what everyone always asks me. What is commercial? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> literally, it's it's commercial music, and that's it why is. I say it's my choreography. I don't know. It depends what influenced me that week. Commercial came from it came from popular dance. Popular dance came from street styles, urban dance, which came from like a hip hop, jazz by, mixture, mixture, and, and, uh, and then you had like ushers and 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 uh, and Chris Browns and doing mm. all these things. There's your commercial coming yeah. out of nowhere. You got Beyonces yeah. and 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 Ebony's and choreography. Like, I know a lot of these yeah. people too. You yeah. know, they're doing these yeah. things and commercial is, is necessary now. You gotta yeah. you gotta oh, be diverse. Essential. You gotta be diverse and you never stop studying. Don't no. be complacent. Well, the thing, Don't even be complacent. the musical theatre auditions in the UK before we all went into lockdown mm-hmm. um were asking for commercial, which was unheard of. Like they well, were really people are writing again. To, and actually, weird enough, um, I won't say who, but that's how I got into a certain place because I saw a gap because I knew they had no commercial there. Mm-hmm. And I saw so much more commercial being used yeah. in theater. You told I was like, me. you don't have any yeah. commercial choreographers there. And you're a really big <laughs> agency. Mm. I think I should fill that space. <laughs> and they were so impressed by, not the audacity, that's the wrong word. The, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The kind of finding a gap in their business. Yeah. And then going, I right. can fill that. Like, wow. So they don't have to it. look for no, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. so it did it. Um, so your your the biggest asset is your versatility. Versatility, the biggest asset. Versatility, being able to travel from country to country and teach. Yeah, I don't speak any other language fluently, but in dance, <laughs> I speak at least ten languages. Yeah, you speak loads. <laughs> I speak loads of languages. Yeah. I go to I teach in Germany. Yeah. I teach in Italy. Yeah, I've taught in China. Yeah, I've taught uh, I taught in Slovenia. I've taught in Ljubljana and uh, I've taught in so many different countries. Yeah. And yeah. I only speak one language. Yeah, I had a ball in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> they love me in Poland. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Naini Chen. She took me to Poland and she took me to China. Yeah. And oh, and, and and I regularly go to mm-hmm. Germany and Italy. And you just have to yeah. if you if you understand one craft very well, but you understand other crafts and know how to communicate yeah. with people, you'll be able to do your thing. Okay. Yeah. So what what advice would you give to let's say a graduating student, someone new to the industry? Um yeah, what advice would you give them? Um part of what we just said about yeah. Be a diverse. Yeah. Don't stop studying. Don't be complacent. If mm. you want to really work in this industry, even now myself, I'm mm. taking. You know, Brennan and I fight ourselves about taking class, but yeah. we. <laughs> I need to take class. I know. I know. I know. No, 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 <laughs> I need to take class. Um, don't be complacent. Don't think I got it all. You know, mm. I know a few dancers that have it all. One of them is Desmond Bryant. I mean, De- Desmond Desmond Richardson. That's Desmond Bryant. He's a football player. Desmond <laughs> Richardson. Desmond could do everything, but I bet yeah. I bet if I talk to Desmond today, he's like, oh, boy, I gotta go take class. <laughs> yeah, you know, you always learn. Desmond is the man. He's always probably learning. one of my. He's mm. probably. If not my favorite, one of my favorite, definitely my top five favorite dancers nice. on the planet. Um, but don't be complacent. Keep keep training, keep studying, keep looking out yeah. there, see what's going on. I I made the mistake of taking my eyes away from the industry for a couple of years, and I looked back and I was like, "What's going on?" Mm. And all of a sudden, TikTok was big. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" Oh, yeah, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. However, do you feel I've got a following? However, on there. <laughs> however, it's funny. Yeah. Recently, and and it's funny, I have a TikTok account. I don't yeah. use it. Um, I found a couple of TikTok artists that I actually like because oh. they haven't just gotten to be, you know, doing doing stupid funny stupid stuff. Stupid funny yeah. stuff. They're, They're actually creating stuff that looks interesting. Yeah. 
And I was like, wow, I think I like it. I found three LA dancers that I'm liking. I'm, I'm going to yeah. follow one of them, one at a time. Yeah, <laughs> just nice and slow. Yeah, slowly, yeah, slowly. Yeah. No, actually, there's two. There's another guy yeah. who's a dancer, a trained dancer, yeah. making really good TikToks. Yeah, nice. And he's versatile. Yeah. He's got a ballet background, but he's doing Afro dance. He's Ooh. doing Afro beat. He's doing commercial. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, too bad I can't nice. remember his name right now. I would name drop, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny because um, obviously with these interviews, I would ask people three subjects they want to talk about. Yeah. And this is normally where we do it. Yeah. <laughs> However, the first one was dance education. Right. Tick, done that. The next one was dance training. Kind of done that one. So the next one is body conditioning, which yes. we haven't touched on. That's right. Now, I know from seeing your pictures online, <laughs> your body's pretty cut. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like for a 40, 40 something, something year old person. <laughs> I'm quite jealous. <laughs> I like to think I have an okay, good body. But hey, yeah, I've seen we your- We need to go to the gym tonight, maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, I'm with you. Tomorrow it. morning, let's I'm get to the gym. It. I'm with it. I'm with you, like, I'm cool. going to bring Gora on too. I'm going to bring my, my flatmate. 9 a.m. I like it. But other people still don't know, we live in the same building. <laughs> oh, right, right. He's yeah. about 50 floors well, above 50 me. 50 floors above, but yeah. The yeah. gym is below all both yeah. of us, so. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, important. Okay. Body conditioning. Yeah. Um, and now- and it doesn't have to relate to dancers. Like, it doesn't have to relate to dancers. No, it's just, just in body general. conditioning in general. This is also yeah. a part of mental and physical health because people yeah. strain and train, they beat themselves about the body. Body condition doesn't necessarily mean I got to go to the gym. Yeah. Body conditioning, basically for me, it means mm. just being aware of your body. Yeah. All right. Taking care, having the body that you want to be happy with and live with. Yeah. For me, um, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not blessed with decent genes, you know? <laughs> it does help, right? Yeah, but dance also keeps you young. I've been doing yeah. it for 30 plus years. Agreed. And I, that definitely attributes a lot to my body. But I also realized in the past in the past decade or so yeah. how my phys, uh, physicality has been on a decline. Right. So I have to do more, right? Uh, I want to take class, but also incorporate more gym. Yeah. I have to do a little bit of weight workout. Um, because joints hurt from time yeah. to time. So you got to strengthen your muscles around. Yeah. Be aware of the things you're putting into your body. Now, I'm not the healthiest eater in the world, mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but I do eat quite yeah. healthy. I, I eat a lot of salad and I just like salad. I'm not saying you have to eat salad, but just be aware of what's in your body. Food, yeah. Understand what you, how whatever you eat affects your body. And this is about body conditioning. You don't have, you can still yeah. eat what you want to eat, but yeah. you need to know how it's affecting your body. Because yeah. if you want to eat a lot of fried chicken, but you're going to be in the toilet for the next two days because you <laughs> ate a bucket of fried chicken, maybe you shouldn't do that too frequently. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if, if you look yeah. at a loaf of bread and you put on five kilos, maybe you should cut out yeah. some bread. There's actually you know? um, a test you can send off for, isn't there? That you basically take a bit of your saliva and yeah. you send it off and it tells you, and it what, tells you food what food affects you. Affects you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're really concerned about your mm. body and and for me, and, and, and this is, I'm going to let you in on something a little personal for me. I have very few phobias, but one mm. thing that has been, um, uh, um, uh, that I've been aware of and it's been yeah. slightly concerning is how black men in particular yeah. have been dying at a young age. And this has affected me, uh, not just socially, but really personal. I have, yeah. like I just told you, I had a friend pass this week. I haven't yeah. talked about it. And yeah. I can't even talk about it. Yeah. A DJ friend. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, one of my dance mentors, another one of the companies, one of our first yeah. companies, uh, Kwame Ross, passed while I was in Germany. Yeah. It messed me up for two days. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course. And, and these people are 60 or younger. 60, Ooh. I want to live beyond 60. Yeah, please. I want to live beyond 60. I want to live beyond 80. Right. Um, so when I see a Fife dog passing at 40 something, mm. when I see uh, uh, Andre Harrell just passed like a few months ago, mm. um, when I see Carlos Sanchez, this is my buddy that just passed this week. Yeah. Uh, this affects me. I'm of like, course. why are these people passing? Yeah. Mums just passed this week. Mums, mm. these, these guys should, they should still be here. Mm. You know, uh, and because of their celebrity status, it's really right in yeah. the eye. And, you know, my friends, Carlos Sanchez, maybe not as big a celebrity, but yeah. a lot of people know him. Louis Vega wrote a really great thing about him. And I, I yeah. almost wanted to post Louis because I couldn't say anything. I wanted to yeah. post Louis' post, repost yeah. it. I should. Um, and it was beautiful what he said. And I, 
echo everything that he said. I, you know, was so right. Carlos was such a good person. My buddy Calvin wrote this. So, but I, I, you know, I want to, my daughter said it's going to be mm. 10. Yeah. So I'm 40 something. I can't die at 60. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be around a lot yeah. longer. So um, body conditioning is, like I said, just being aware of yeah. your body physically uh, and how things that you put in your body affect it, how yeah. your environment, how your mind yeah. affects your body. This is what body conditioning is. Not just, oh, I need to yeah. take a class. I need to take Pilates. I need to work out. No, it's about being completely aware of your body, your surrounding yep. and how your body is affected by things yep. you eat, places that you go, people that you're around, yeah, things that you do. And weird enough, there's a huge study, and I think we actually spoke about this before, of your your where your mindset's at, mm -hmm. i.e. your mood. Yes. If you're in a happier place and you're in a more positive place, mm -hmm. your body reacts to Yes, that. it does. Same exactly. way if you're in a bad place, you and it's been pretty much proven that if yeah. you're in a bad place, you're more likely to put on weight. That's right. Not just because you binge eat or any of those sort of things. No. Like your body is just operating body is also vibration doing, yeah. and therefore your metabolism slows down. Mm. Whereas if you're in a happy place, you tend to, your metabolism picks up. And again, food, <laughs> like you said, certain foods actually promote serotonin release mm. and actually make you a happy person. <laughs> Funny enough, junk food like doesn't. Ice cream. It does <laughs> ice cream for about two hours and then you crash. Um, but don't get wrong, like you, I, um, I eat everything and anything, yeah. but most of the week, I'm healthy, healthy, healthy Exactly. Just the past two yeah. days, I realized um, I was feeling quite sluggish, especially doing yeah. this camp, getting up at like six something every morning right. and still not finishing till mm. like 10 something at the night and not yeah. being home till midnight. So that's been kicking my butt. But I realized the past two days, I was extra mm. sluggish. Class last night. Yeah. I was extra and I realized I hadn't eaten a salad in like three, four days. Yeah, I agree. So I had a big salad last night. If you look at yeah. my Instagram story, it was a big yeah. shrimp bowl <laughs> and a salad bowl. <laughs> And I had yeah. one actually come in before the interview. I was like, oh, yeah. I need to be perky. Need to be perky. So, uh, Get my and, 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 and yeah. instantly I feel different because yeah. I know what my body needs. And it's slow release energy, right? As opposed to yeah. sugar, which is yeah, which gets you up and then crash. you fall. Yeah. Whereas you know, the healthier foods tend to release like healthier mm -hmm. carbs, keep you going. Complex carbs. I had my spinach. Carbs. I had yeah. my arugula. <laughs> I love it. Oh, we need to be wrapping up soon. All right. So um, we've covered the three topics. This is the lightning round. Lightning round. Uh, yeah. so I'll ask you three different questions. It's silly. It's stupid. <laughs> but they're fun questions. Can so one be like, how is, cold is it in the studio? Let's go. No. Okay. Who would you? <laughs> who would you play in the movie of your life? Sorry. Who would play, who would you play me in the movie, in the movie of, of life. your life? You know what okay, I mean? Okay. I have a, yeah. I have two answers for that. Uh, you may not know who these people are, but you can look them up on. Uh, I have two. Um, one would be. Uh, Calvin Booker, DJ C Boogie, he'd probably be me. <laughs> uh, the other one would be Ephraim, Ephraim Sykes. Ephraim, uh, also a student that both of these guys passed through my studio as students. Yeah. Um, uh, Calvin is a really good friend. Ephraim is also a friend, but uh, you know they, he's uh, he's been working his butt off on Broadway. Yeah, um, nice. and. Um, he had he came in with way more facility than me. If yeah. <laughs> if I was gonna play somebody, it's gonna be him. It's like he's gonna play me. Yeah. So that's how I, look that's good. how I imagine I look <laughs> when in I'm dancing. I look like that. I look like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So they did the leg without the mirror. It was yeah, 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 exactly. It was, yeah, right. it was right here. You this is that. from me. I can't even do a ninety degree angle anymore. <laughs> um, when I watched Ephraim dance the first time, yeah. he I, I it reminded me of my young self. Yeah. Like I said, without as much facility, Got he it. jumped like I jumped. He could turn. Ooh, yeah. He's handsome. <laughs> Don't push it. Don't push it. <laughs> so the next question is, if you had any superpower, what would it be? If I had any superpower, yeah. would it and be? And why? Um, I think I would be an empath. Oh, you have to explain what that is. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I someone who is. can make people feel. Oh, empath. Yes, an empath. Ah, I see the American language. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a comic empath. book geek, by the yeah. way. I'm a comic book geek. Geek. Yeah, me so, too. Right. <laughs> you know, X Men was always yeah. my favorite book. Uh, of course, a lot of people wouldn't want to read mine, but I don't know if yeah. I want to know that much about too many people. You know? Yeah. Uh, do you want to know everything I think I about you? Want, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to. And vulnerability would be nice, yeah. but I think uh, it goes along with the mm. type of person that I have to be able to make somebody feel yeah some way, yeah. some sort of way, change or calm their, their mind. Yeah. Make them feel better. Yeah. If necessary, make them feel worse if they do. I, I don't know. You know, um, who is this? Uh, this new character in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, this girl exactly. Yeah, she, I can't Manta, her name. Mantis. But it's, it just reminds me of the scene. Yeah, yeah. Where she goes. Where she? You love her. No, no, no. no, no. Ah! 
and he just <laughs> the, the big blue guy around. just constantly Drags. laughing yeah yeah he told us your deepest darkest feelings <laughs> oh my god Guardians exactly. of the Galaxy is probably my favourite films at the moment Dude, and then Deadpool movie night. and then pretty much anything Marvel movie night. DC yeah. X-Men you name it last one easy one work hard or play hard play hard oh do you know you're the only one to say that so far uh, you know why I say play hard, hard. I say play hard, and it's funny it's gonna, because uh, work hard is kind of like a given. Yeah, you can't survive if you don't mm. work hard. Um, but we need to play, yeah, so we can take care of our mental health in our mind. And as an artist, we yeah. need to play so I can keep that creativity flowing. This is literally that's what I thought you were gonna say mm-hmm. is uh, playing because I don't see my work as work. Yes, right. And this is this yeah. is what, this is what I try to explain to people. Like, Why do you do so many hours? Why are you working all the time? Because it's not work. I'm yeah. having fun the whole time. All of the boring stuff I try and get someone else to do. <laughs> you love doing accounts, right? Yes. Yeah. I beat my kids up good. in the studio, but they feel great afterwards and I feel great yeah. afterwards. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, sweet. So I always ask um, the guests to give a positive message at the end, like your mantra, like something you live by um, and give it to the audience to um, take on board. Uh, my positive message would be like, would be uh, make sure that you are doing something that you like um, and you make space and time to do something that you like. Don't just get caught up in work. Mm-hmm. Don't just get caught up in your mate's yeah. life. Yeah. Make sure that you take time for yourself and do something that you like, even if you have to do it by yourself. Yeah. Um, and uh, something that makes you feel good because uh, when we don't give ourselves time, we get caught up in that, that moment That's of... True. Of temporary depression, or yep. you have to do stuff yep. that you like. Mine is the and beach. for me, it's the beach. <laughs> See why we get along. The beach. Even if you go to the beach yeah. for yourself for a couple of hours a, a day, one day days. a week, or something, yeah. do something. Yeah. That if you need to sit down still and read a book, do that. Yeah. If you need to go look at a tree or smell some flowers, do yeah. that. Nature always works well for me. Yeah. So uh, if doing what you like means go eat ice cream, go do that. Go, you know. You that. But do something that you like to <laughs> yeah. keep yourself. Uh, yep. in a good state of mind. Perfect. All right, last thing is plug yourself. How can people get hold of you? Where are your classes? What times are they? All right. Tell us everything. I Go. like that. I'm here all over Dubai when you need me. Just call me and I'm coming. No. Um, <laughs> Eddie.Stockton on Instagram. Follow my page. Check out the work that I'm doing. I am a, verse, a diverse dancer and dance educator instructor. Uh, currently, I am teaching adult classes at Evolve DXB in Motor City. I have three nights of adult dance classes. We have a fun, great time. Uh, my junior program is also there. Mm-hmm. Um, Fridays, it seems to be the big day, but you know, and then uh, I do privates. I have yeah. some regular. And to, they just need to message you. They just need the to message yeah. me. That's right. Uh, I also have a Facebook page. Again, Eddie Stockton. Uh, there's a youtube page too you can find me yeah uh all of that stuff is there this is just eddie dot stockton there's not many of me but look for me and a very pretty little big haired girl and that's you'll know that's that that's my profile eddie dot stockton yeah. we're hairy long-haired people yeah. you can't see yeah don't let these dreadlocks fool you i'm classically trained <laughs> <laughs> Why? No. Um, dude, thank you so much for coming on. Thank it's always you for a pleasure. Having me. Yes. And guys, thank you for watching the podcast. Uh, this is here every week at the Medanats, the Souk Medanats. So come down and you can watch me interviewing a different guest right. every single week for an hour. And there's drinks to be had, food, and all that stuff you can do as well. Uh, if you have any questions about anything, please hit me up on Instagram or, again, like you said, any social media I'm on. Any social media. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace, see you later, guys. Is.